It's the Adam Ragusea Podcast, episode 67, coming to you from the backyard. Lauren is here, along with about 10,000 cicadas. Yes. And hopefully not our neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) Some frogs, though. Mm. So, um, I hate the way you grocery shop. (laughs) Okay. okay. I also love the way you grocery shop. (laughs) Coming right out, man. But I have prepared a list of... This episode is called Adam Tells Lauren What's Wrong With Her. I I think that you have some things that are wrong with me, too. Yes, I do. I I have a list of four things about the way that you grocery shop that drive me insane. And then... Well, not insane. That's uh, We're reading hyperbole, hyperbolic for the purposes of entertainment. Mm -hmm. That's what we do in show business, baby! (laughs) And uh, and then I have two things that are nice things that are... I I really like how you grocery shop. Oh. But... um, but, uh, (laughs) You've thought deeply about how I grocery shop. uh, Well, I've been doing so for 16 years as grocery shopping is like... One of the main things that... No, more than that, right? 18. 18, yeah, if you include the... The The dating. The courting. Because grocery shopping is like one of the main things that like couples do together, right? That is like one of the defining tasks of being a couple. Like sure. what, what what do what what sort of what laundry? Do you, yeah, like laundry, sleeping, eating, raising of the children, raising you, of the children. If you do that, going to the store. Yeah. Right. So, Purchasing the things you need. It's not surprising that grocery shopping would be a point of contention for some couples, including us. Okay. And I imagine that folks in the comments on the Ute, on the on the home video version of of this <laughs> podcast will probably uh, be raising some grievances with their partners. But my first grievance to raise with you, okay, um, is uh, you do uh, what I call aspirational shopping, <laughs> yes. where. Where, like, you think to yourself, I'd like to be the kind of person who buys this kind of food item. Yes. So for two seconds, I'm going to imagine that I'm that kind of person, and I am going to buy this, like, dragon fruit or whatever the hell it is. It's not that I imagine that I could be. It's that I have grand plans in that moment to be. right. I really, really hope spring's eternal. (laughs) Right. Like, that I'm going to eat, like... Plain Greek yogurt for yes. the, the, the the probiotics or something like that. Yes. Or like, I'm not going to get breakfast out anymore. I'm going to make myself an egg and cheese bagel. Yeah. I, I never am. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then you do. Well, I usually I, I commit to it for like one day, maybe two, and then it's over. I just feel so bad about it because it's like... Or I'm like, I'm going to be a person who eats salads, that I make salads at home. Oh, yeah. That's the big one. Yeah, because salad greens don't spoil rapidly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. You know, sometimes I think the salad greens get sad if they don't end their life in the trash can. <laughs> Jesus. So. <laughs> and, and then, like, you know, sort of subsection B of this complaint. <laughs> okay. Is that, is that. I'm always the one who has to throw it away because you don't throw anything away out of the refrigerator. Okay. Some sometimes you'll throw things out of the pantry, but pretty much never out of the refrigerator. To be clear, it's not because I'm a hoarder or because I think I'm going to eat the gross things. It's that once they get gross, I don't want to touch them anymore. Right. You're very squeamish. <laughs> yes. And so I try to, I try to check myself uh-huh. where I'm like, okay, those salad greens are a day or two from going bad. And you know what? I know I'm not going to eat them in a day or two. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw them away. But if they get to the bad part, no, that's no. that's you. Well, I'm here. To be fair, 
you also make yourself big pots of food that you put into the fridge, often stuff from the podcast. Yeah, and or the videos. Yeah, or the pod, whatever. whatever, whatever, whatever the situation is, and then those things sit in our fridge for. That's true. They like grow ecosystems because I have this habit where like, well. I don't feel comfortable throwing away anything having to do with a video until the video is not only finished, but like published up. Because <laughs> the thing about YouTube that people might not know is that you can't, you cannot edit a video once it is uploaded. The only way to make a change is to delete it and re-upload, in which case you lose all of the views. Um, and everything. <laughs> and, and the, well, no, you get the money. You oh, keep you the do? money. Yeah, you Even get the, if you delete a video? I think oh. so. I think you, I can't imagine why you wouldn't because the ad impression has been impressed. impressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's such. That was such a funny yeah. thing we just did with our words because impressed in that context could mean like, oh, this 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 product is impressive based upon the ad, or it mm -hmm. could mean as in like you've been impressed into service, as in like what like British sailors did to American sailors leading to the uh, War of 1812. And wow. Okay, so do you have a complaint about me? I do. Uh-huh. You will not ever. 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 Ever make a grocery list. A grocery list. And when do you make grocery lists? I often make a grocery. You do it on my phone. I use the like in the notes app, the okay. check mark, especially if I'm going to cook a recipe where I'm like, I need these things. Why do I never see you checking this quote unquote list in the grocery store? Because it's usually when I grocery shop solo. I'm sure we're going to get to the thing where I cook from a recipe and I buy all the things. Mm. Um, I'm, I Spoiler 100, alert. I 100 believe that's on your list. Spoiler um, alert. But. And, and honestly, like, I only have two things about your grocery shopping that annoy me because mm. um, I am a gracious and generous person. <laughs> but it relates in that every one of your grocery shopping expeditions happens in a vacuum. So, like, I... you. So my, my eyes hemorrhage and pop out. Yes. Yeah. You go and you're like... I, I watched Event Horizon last night. It was not a good choice for trying to get to sleep <laughs> in the middle of the night. No. Um... You'll go and you're like, these are the things I need. And if I'm with you, uh -huh. I will, we'll be walking down the aisle. I'm like, hey, do we also need these peanut butter crackers that the kids like? And you're like, you have no concept of it. And, or I'll say like, hey, do we need, um, do we need fruit snacks? You'll be like, no, we're fine with, we're fine on fruit snacks. That's, we're good on fruit snacks. Mm. That's what you say. We're good on fruit snacks. What you mean is that there's three packages of fruit snacks in there. So in three days, we will need to get more fruit snacks. And I'm like, could you not wait until they're fully out to buy them? So basically, we have to go to the grocery store every day. So... I've just listed I, all my complaints I, in one. I understand why it might be difficult for you uh -huh. to, to understand how the European way of grocery shopping, the continental way of grocery shopping. That yes, in Spain they go to the Kroger every single day. <laughs> yes, the, the more cultured people like me do, where they go, they go the to Parisians the Parisians are hitting yes, the Publix, yes. getting their Pringles <laughs> every day. You know. They they uh they they saunter down to Leal or what have you, um every day and they see what looks good. They go to their fishmonger. Because they're buying fresh things. And they and say, not, Pierre, what do you have for me today? Not boxes. And they it of says individual size baggies of Corinch Doritos. <laughs> Did you have to tell them about the Cool Ranch Doritos? <laughs> the fire chips. That's what the kids call them. Yeah, I do not eat them. I am 
repulsed. And I don't, no judgment if you love Doritos brand products. Uh, I am so repulsed by Doritos. I always want exactly one Cool Ranch Dorito when the kids open them, and I get one, and that's all I need. It's just, it's it's not the MSG, which is really the kind of the defining fa- flavor sprinkle of a Dorito. I think it's the onion powder. Mm, um, love it. Oh, I don't know. It's Well, yeah, because you've got that, like, Minnesota blood in you <laughs> where... They put like half a bottle of onion powder into a, a thing of cream cheese and they call it a dip. And oh, God, that's <laughs> nauseating. Delicious. <laughs> so, so what's another? I, I jest, I jest, okay. But it's, it's true that I do, I do like to grocery shop in something closer to the, what I, I have been told is the European style of grocery shopping where you go basically once a day uh-huh. to see like what fresh produce looks which, good. Which we did be well before you had a podcast. That's true, yes. We were like, oh, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? Okay, let's hit the grocery store. Well, in our defense, like when we lived in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And we had a Whole Foods at the end of our block. Yeah, there was that Whole Foods in, Ch- in Central Square that was mm-hmm. right like two, you know, it was, yeah. it was, it was a block and a half yes. away from the apartment and we used to love like to walk down there and figure out sauntering what off of the red line and yeah. and uh and seeing what looked good at the at the whole at the whole foods yeah and then going upstairs and cooking it and that was lovely and i guess maybe I, that's is that where we developed the ha- or i developed the this most annoying of habits probably um but it's i can a- tell you that my aspirational grocery shopping definitely occurred when i was in college mm. so be- well before you okay so that's all been- right that was baked into the cake. I am a person who always hopes to find the system that will improve my life. Yeah. And sometimes that's like exercise. Sometimes that's like optimizing my writing. And sometimes that's about what foods can I eat to make me not feel bad. Yes. <laughs> or to make my skin better or etc. If I just buy this thing, yes. my life will finally work. Yes. Yeah. It's a good thing that I deleted TikTok because it was giving me all kinds of recipes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then I also, in my defense, I will say that because I cook and develop recipes and do weird little experiments and stuff for a living, I, I just know that I'm going to go to the grocery store almost every day anyway, whether I try to or not, you know? And, and so I just kind of don't worry so much about stockpiling because I just know that I'm going to be there tomorrow. This leads me to item number two (laughs) on my list of things you do that at the grocery store that trouble me. Okay. And this is uh, buying in bulk like it's 1929. Um, I don't even know why we have a Costco membership. We never, Costco is way the hell out west in Knoxville. We never go out there. When we do go out there, there's 35 million people there. First of all, you never go to Costco. Okay. I usually go by myself. And the reason I liked my Costco membership, honestly, Costco membership is worth it. For oh, we should explain to like European viewers what Costco is. They probably have seen it on the internet, but no, it's no, no, just like it. a bulk warehouse store where you can buy like. Imagine your ugliest stereotype of an American human. Like, do you and want imagine... a bag of Doritos that's as big as your? Yeah. This this big. Imagine a store that is the store equivalent of that human. Would you like to buy a whole flat of Cokes? And individual products that are the the like product version of that ugly American human that you have in your mind. I buy allergy medicine there and that makes it worth it. And I don't want to, I don't want to say too many bad things about Costco because as I understand it, they treat their employees pretty well. They and do, they pay really well. Yeah. 
So Costco would be worth it if our children ate fruits and vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Every parent I know whose kids love fruit, yeah. like Costco's worth it because you just buy fruit in okay. bulk and your kids, their kids just like <laughs> berries and then, but our kids don't do that. So Or if we cooked more meat because they have like gigantic excellent value you can buy whole like subprimals and stuff i have started now that we got the basement chest freezer i Uh do buy ground beef and like bags of frozen raw shrimp that i keep down in the chest freezer so i can cook from them yeah oh i'm so sorry um i i don't the only i think the only reason i agreed to the costco membership was that when we moved to Knoxville, mm-hmm. that was the only place that had my cheese sticks. That's right. That I, and they don't anymore. Now they have polio. Yeah, well, that's fine, because Publix has my cheese sticks, and yeah. uh, I'm down with that. Though Apollo is a fine company as well. I don't want to besmirch the good people at Apollo. I do want to just besmirch the fact that, like... Oh, my God, I'm uh, so sorry. Well, it's okay. It's only, a podca- it's only a podcast. You only did that directly into a large diaphragm microphone. Uh, okay. <laughs> so... It's like I need everyone to know that our air conditioner is out and cannot be repaired till hopefully tomorrow. Uh-huh. And it is ten thousand degrees inside our house. Our brains have been boiled. I can't. It's so hot. I can't sleep. <laughs> it's so awful. Yes, that's why we're outside. Yes. So, um, so that's why we don't make any sense today. <laughs> right. Um, we don't eat that much food for one thing. Yeah. We also don't eat much. Like and when we do eat, we like a, a broader variety of things than you can enjoy for buying in bulk. And yeah. also, like, thanks to our our good friends on the internet, like we're we're we we don't need to buy in bulk to save money. So I just don't know why you do it, but you just there's like this like again it's the, there's like this upper Midwestern thrift in you <laughs> that cannot be be extricated that's part of the reason i think why i get frustrated that you will not buy ahead because we'll be at like the grocery store that has the cheapest fruit snacks and i'm like they're on sale they're right here and you're like no no no, we're good on fruit snacks i get home there's only three i'm like we could have bought the fruit snacks on sale and you don't care about the sales at all no i don't yeah it's just not it's just not a meaningful difference and it's you know, I, I pick my battles in life. Like, what are the big things I need to do to save money? Not like the teeny, teeny little things. And that is, yes, from a place of privilege, but... It is. No, no doubt. Uh, I still have But privilege the, is good. Privilege is the goal, right? I still have that, like, pre-YouTube trying to count every single penny... Yes. ...so that we don't run out of money at the end of every month. That's true. <laughs> like... Yeah. And I suppose there are worst, worse vices to have... On that subject, could I tell you a nice thing about sure, you? Sure, because I have a nice thing about you. Oh, okay. You go ahead. All right. Well, see, this one leads to the first ad, so... <laughs> so I'll go first. No, 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 no. Because I want to do the first ad soon. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> you go ahead. Then. I'll do it, yeah. <laughs> that was that, a little peek behind the curtain there. I know. This is how the excellent transitions happen, right? It's because <laughs> my wheels are turning. So I... You do a thing far more often than I do, which is that when you're shopping somewhere, Mm -hmm. you look for, like, new things that I might like, and you buy them for me. I do. And that is so nice. I love nothing more than finding something at the grocery store, and I'm like, Adam would love this. That is so kind. (laughs) Because I know the flavors that you... Especially, like, if it's a s'mores something, or... What else? Well, like, when I found you the salted fennel salami. Okay, so I have been super into hard sausage lately. (laughs) And let's let the the, the little boy, the little there. boys of YouTube 
like collect themselves. <laughs> I've been super into hard sausages lately, and you know that. And you found one. What was it? It's salted fennel salami. There was so much fennel in this salami. It's it, like licorice. Salami. It was almost like a a meaty licorice stick, but I loved it. Where'd you get that? I actually did not get that grocery shopping. I got that at Wild Love Bakehouse. Oh, okay. A very fine baking uh, establishment. If you're a establishment. and you need pastry, you have to go to Wild Love. Right. It is the best in the city. It is rad. You are always finding absolutely lovely new things for me. And that's just a, a, such a kind thing that you do when you are shopping. Well, gifts are my love language. Gifts are your love language. <laughs> What's my love language? Acts of service. Acts of service. That's right. Okay. Um... <laughs> And another delicious new thing that I'm happy to have discovered lately is uh, Peely Hunter's... Pe here, here, one, you hold that one okay. for the uh, people on home video. Peely Hunter's Peely Nuts, sponsor of this episode. Uh, use my code Ragusia at eatpeelynuts.com to save 10% on your first order. Peely Hunter's Peely Nuts, the Earth's perfect nut enjoyed by Filipinos since, like, forever. Peely... <coughs> I just inhaled a bug. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> That was neither. Oh. That was paleo, but not vegan. <laughs> <laughs> paleo, Peely hunters are wild-grown, hand-harvested, hand-shucked, only rainwater-fed, and they do not lack for rain in the Philippines. No pesticides, no fertilizers, naturally pollinated. It's basically like the polar opposite of the you know monocropped nut industry that is causing so much environmental degradation in places like California, where they really do not have the water to be growing almonds. Do Peely hunters Ooh. taste like almonds? What do you think? Are they supposed to? They just taste no. like nuts. I think they, they taste have, like they have a pistachio texture. But I I feel like they're more like macadamias. Whoa. Whoa. Bugs. Huge ass bug. Huge ass bug. Yes, they the macadamias. I think they're yeah. They're extremely creamy. Yeah, that's what it is. Very very satiating. Great for a, a reduced carb diet if you're doing that. Peely hunters grow in very rich volcanic soil that fills them with magnesium and copper and manganese and zinc and all kinds of important mineral nutrients that everybody needs. Ooh, magnesium that helps you sleep. Sure. Do, does it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this claim has not been uh, vetted or approved by uh, relevant government authorities. <laughs> this is a personal statement. Lauren has found that magnesium helps her to sleep. Okay. Um, Peely Hunters is a family business. They make Peely Nut packets in all kinds of delicious and creative flavors. That's the You've got the coconut oil and Himalayan sea salt. That's awesome. This is the just Himalayan sea salt plain. I like that too. They've got like one with raw cacao. They have a spicy mm. flavor. They have a whole bunch of sweet flavors. We can get it in a candy bar. Yeah. Save 10% on your first order of Peely Hunters with my link in the description. Eatpeelynuts.com slash discount slash Ragusia. Or just use my code Ragusia. Save 10%. Eatpeelynuts.com. Thank you, Peely Hunters. Anywho, uh, you, did you have a nice thing you were going to say about how I grocery shop? It's not necessarily about how you grocery shop. It's how you're accepting of how I grocery shop. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe not so accepting of how I grocery shop based on this conversation. Mm. Um, I, okay. So, you know, we talked about how I still have that like pre-YouTube loving to save money thing. But oh, one yeah. of the post-YouTube things is, I think I've told you this before. Like one of the greatest things about the revenue from YouTube is that I can go to the grocery store and see something new and be like, I want to try that and I can just get it. And if it's not good, that's okay. Um, 
And so I tr like to try a lot of things. Okay. I bring a lot of things home, and you're usually game for that. That's true. And I, I have lots of things that you have brought home as experiments. I have either found that I liked or I found a way to like use them in a video or something like that. Mm. Um, and so that's been good. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, I don't I, I don't there was um there was a Good Eats episode mm -hmm. long time ago from the initial run of the show. I think it was about um, I think it was about uh, like wonton wrappers. Oh, yeah. Pre-bought wonton wrappers, but the way that Alton got into it was that he said, like, a great thing to do is just go into the grocery store and just, like, go down an aisle that you've not, you don't go down normally and just stop. Stop in a spot that you don't mm -hmm. normally stop. Spo stop in a spot that you don't normally stop in. Ooh, mm -hmm. that was hard to say. Mm -hmm. And then just, like, look what's there and then grab it. Like, just try it. Because, mm -hmm. like, the, the modern, you know, uh, the modern supermarket of the developed world is just in historical terms, the most astounding place in the world. Like, if I wanted to wow a person from the 11th century, I'm pretty sure where I would take them is not like a skyscraper, but to a supermarket. Mm -hmm. Like, their minds would be blown. <laughs> like, oh, berries in January. What? <laughs> yeah. You know, look at all of this milk. Is none of it fermented? Really? <laughs> wow. It's astounding, yeah. you know, and we, you know, we, I, it, it, I think the grocery store is a good place to go and take a minute to pinch yourself and remind yourself how unbelievably lucky you are to, to live in the 21st century, the early part of the 21st century. God knows what Armageddon is awaiting us in the late 21st century. Um, but like, here we are at the tail end of the globalized era before it collapses with the demographic mm -hmm. collapse of China. Um, here we are enjoying unprecedented, unmatched abundance. And the place to appreciate that is the grocery store. And just see what is there from all over the world. It's just astounding. And that's, that's a great thing to do. So let's uh, go back to the negative. Oh, great. Yeah, because that negative generally plays better ah. on the internet. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just got a mosquito bite on my toe. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We were going to put out the mosquito we torch. Forgot. But we forgot. It's okay. We are halfway through this. We can <laughs> do it. Okay. Um, yes. So... <laughs> This grievance is one that you know is coming. Uh, this thing that you do where you have a recipe that yes. you get all excited about yes. and you go to the store and you buy exactly what the recipe calls for. I do, yes. And so we had a, like, it wasn't a fight. It was a, a dispute. <laughs> a dispute about, a friendly collegial dispute about this in the grocery store earlier today. today yes. Where you were like, you have this, what's this recipe you it's want to do a, with almonds? It's a Smitten Kitchen green bean. It's like an almond pesto green bean recipe. And it calls for white wine vinegar. And as we we're at the checkout, I was like, oh shit, I forgot to get white wine vinegar. And you said, and I said, do we have it? And you kind of gave me this, mm, yes. which I knew exactly what yes. you, I knew exactly what you were doing. You were lying. Dissembling. Because we didn't have it. And what We might. I don't know. But I'm we have 80 million kinds of vinegar. I'm pretty sure we don't. And we were going to get home and you were going to be like, but we can sub out something else. And I understand that intellectually. Dude, can, can we go on the vinegar? Can we just... On vinegar specifically. I increasingly am convinced that especially if you're cooking with it, you do not tell the difference between. What about like rice wine vinegar? Any you wouldn't know in really? a in a yeah in a dish. 
You would never know. What about know. like a cold dish though? Like where okay, you're not so cooking Okay, so as a the salad vinegar. dressing, maybe you would tell the difference between And also I I mean somebody is already commenting everybody yeah, about like you know, balsamic vinegar. No, I'm not talking about like sweet vinegars or infused vinegars, vinegars with super, you know, strong additives. I'm talking about your basic vinegars, your wine vine- your rice wine vinegar, red wine, white wine, white distilled. I increasingly think that white distilled vinegar is like the only vinegar that anybody needs because you're never going to tell the difference. And like, like Cuban food is to a great extent based uh, around uh, white, white distilled vinegar, I imagine, because it's so affordable in Cuba. Um and it's like it's like freaking great it's 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 just all the ingredient that you're after is acetic acid okay <laughs> acetic acid comes in many forms well to be fair my green bean recipe you are not cooking the vinegar that's true you are mixing up the pesto yeah so for a salad dressing maybe but even then like red wine would be fine yeah like so from my perspective or like- or <laughs> we have we have a white balsamic in there i'm sure there's a sweetener in this dressing. There's not. I'm sure you'd like a sweetener in the dressing. <laughs> so just use the white balsamic See instead. See just can't be wrong? <laughs> no, but for See my... how she can't, like, bob and weave in the kitchen? She has to just, like... No, because... Okay, if I'm going to, like, make somebody's recipe, I feel like, because I am not as good a cook as you, there are already... there. There's margins for error. And mm. at least the one thing I can control is that I have all the right things. It, it's like gar- it's like a, a way, one way in which I can sort of guarantee success. It's like if you're going to take an open book test, you bring your book. That doesn't mean you're going to pass the open book test, but at least you have your book. And if I'm cooking with a recipe, at least I have all the ingredients they told me because I feel like if the recipe doesn't come out, I'm not sure then if it's that I did something wrong or if I didn't, or if it's that I substituted something. Speaking of substitutions, because uh-huh. I like to cook from the New York Times app, yeah. um, and there's always people in those comments with the weirdest, being like, I didn't like this recipe, but I substituted, sh- instead of shrimp, I used, you know, clods of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why <laughs> it didn't And work. then they blame it on the recipe yeah, writer? Like, this was terrible. <laughs> uh, the failing New York Times. Oh, I got mosquito bite. Anyway. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll have to have to keep have to keep moving quickly. Keep it going. What else is keep, wrong with me? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well, the also the almond thing because you were just like, I kind of I kind of had to put my foot down today. Okay, but I didn't want you, you were like salted need, almonds. You were like, we need like almonds, and I was like, we have almonds. They're at salted. Home. It's there's gonna be salt in the recipe, so just take out some of that salt. You know, don't put in any of the salt. Just have the salted almonds. But I want to start or, from a place of correctness. <laughs> or don't use freaking almonds because, like, a, it's what, what I said pesto. in that, what I said in the ad was like, not. Yes, I was being paid to say it, but it's also true, which is that like we should really all probably eating a lot less almonds. Like all the almond industry is destroying California. Okay. Um, it's also the case that, like, it's a nut. It's a nut. Try different, uh, try other kinds of nuts. We have so many nuts. But it, so many nuts in this but house. But again, but again. It's just a nut. The recipe is almond pesto. Uh-huh. And I will not know if I did a good job if I used pecans. Oh, so that's what it's about? It's that, like, it's all about correct scorekeeping? It's taking you this long to figure out that I am a teacher's pet. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you just want to know who to blame. I 
know. I want to know if it was my fault or if it was the recipe's fault. Or if you can blame it on like, me in some way. No. I mean, unless you, I mean, I mean, unless you made me cook with the wrong things. <laughs> I mean, if that's on the table, <laughs> I'll like, take it. How many times have I made a recipe where you look at the recipe and you're like, oh, well, that was a terrible recipe. Yes. That was actually really poorly formulated. Yes. And, and then I could be like, oh, so I didn't cook a bad thing. Uh-oh. Hey, what's up? Oh, we got a kid? What's right. up, buddy? Yes. Yeah, uh, so like I will cook something and you'll say, and like it doesn't come out very well. And then you look at the recipe and you're like, oh, well, the problem was right there. You should, they said to do this and that was dumb. And then, I, and then I can let myself off the hook for the bad dinner because it wasn't my fault. It is astounding. And everyone is going to say, you know, pot, meat, kettle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is astounding how many bad recipes there are on the internet. Like really, like fundamentally have basic flaws that make them like, unviable like well not okay not to (laughs) not to be like a dumb cheerleader for your channel but i feel like that's your whole thing is being like the recipe probably says you know take the bacon out and then wipe out the pan but really that's just like they're trying to save you a few calories of fat and who cares don't wipe out the pan just cook the next thing in the bacon fat or like it'll tell you you need three pans to do something and you're like you really don't just make it all in one pan it's fine and I feel like that's what your recipes are all about and that's what people come to you for and that's the thing that I have like because I've been exposed to you for exposed to you for so long I'm starting to recognize that in some of my recipe gathering so okay I want to say I have such a strong instinct to say something self-effacing right now let's be sincere mostly to protect myself from people who will point out all of the flaws in all of my recipes over the years, and which you know there have what? been some. Everyone, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Also, they're not all going to be winners, folks. All right, nobody bats a thousand. I think I used the ba- baseball thing there, right? I'll be honest. I st- I don't know about baseball statistics. So. Okay. Nobody bats a hundred percent. You you want to know something that you are really, really, really good at? I just saw it on the screen. I'm so excited. You are so good at how you pack. The grocery bags. Yes, I am. Like, <laughs> now you worked at a supermarket in college. college. Yes. Um, I worked was it at Marsh. I worked at Marsh in yeah. Wilmington, Indiana. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. And is that where you learned? Did you how to like how to properly bag groceries? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. People would get real mad at you and yell at you if you bagged stuff wrong. Uh huh. So I kind of learned. And then, and so now we we usually go through the self checkout, and you will be, and like I'm not allowed to, do, <laughs> to no. you know, to do anything. You must pack the bags, yes. and even when we go through like the uh, human checkout, I uh, it is, I try to have grace about it because <laughs> it's fine. But you will often just take it over, like you can't, you I, just can't. I don't. I never take it over from the actual bagger. They can. I mean that. But like if the bag, if I'm at the grocery store and there's not a bagger there, I will jump right in and be like, it's fine. It's fine. I got it. I got oh, it. I, I got can it. do it. No problem. I love so to, I love like to bag groceries. So what are like top three golden rules of packing grocery bags? Okay. You put all the frozen things as much as you can all together. So they help keep each other cold in the car. Solid. Um, boxes. I do not like this new thing where they like, if these are the handles of the bags, right? I this think is a radio program. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know what? We'll make a video, and I will show you how to pack grocery bags. Uh-huh. Um, but I do not like when they pack grocery bags to where you the cereal boxes stick up, and then you can't grab the handles. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah. Yeah, can't have that. Um, 
yeah, like if you're going to put like you can put eggs in the bottom and then the uh, bread on top and that's it in that bag. But don't put the bread in with anything else. Um, don't like overload, don't overload the bags. But also I hate when they put like two things in a bag because it feels wasteful. Solid. Solid. I, I will be, to be clear, I would never in a million billion years mm-hmm ever say a word to a bagger about anything. Oh, absolutely not. No, you would never, ever, ever say anything to the bagging kid. Yeah. They can bag they bag the groceries, however, and I will carry them out and I will make it work. This has got to be so confusing (laughs) to all of the Europeans because they all do it like Aldi style apparently. Like there's no employees bagging your stuff for you. Whereas in the United States Oh you've never been to Aldi so you don't know. It is intense. Oh yes. I Oh man, I did it wrong one time the first time I went to Aldi and I, I honestly I haven't been back because it stressed me out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the rules and they yelled at me. <laughs> yeah, 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 that'll happen. Uh, yeah, in the United States there's this like really kind of old and rich tradition of uh, really having of having two employees at the checkout point. One is scanning the groceries the other is bagging them i loved bagging groceries yeah and historically like grocery bagger was a job a really good job first job for a teenager Mm -hmm. or a really good job for like a retired person who's just trying to you know Mm -hmm. make a few bucks and stay in it um honestly a a job commonly worked by ex uh uh, 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 people formerly incarcerated people who have trouble Mm -hmm. finding jobs elsewhere or um, people with um, disabilities, yeah. um, de- developmental disabilities. Yeah, yeah. You, um, it's a great, it's a great job. Because it's a job where, like, you know, affability is is most of what you need. You know, you sort but of. But you can also not talk to people, and that's fine too. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just have lots of like lovely, rich memories of the bagger chatting up my mom. You know, mm. but unfortunately, that tradition has faded. Greatly. Except, except for at Publix. Except for at Publix, and that's why we go to Publix. <laughs> One of many reasons. And they always do a pretty good job bagging them. That's right. If you need to find someone who's going to do a good job for you, consider hiring them with Indeed, sponsor of this episode. Just go to uh, Indeed.com slash Ragusia if you uh, need to find some talent for your grocery business or what have you. Hiring is very time-consuming and difficult, and especially nowadays where there's 80 million online job boards, you don't know which one to use, or maybe you're tempted to use all of them, and you're bouncing back and forth between all of them looking for hires, and that's just a terrible waste of your time when you really should be focused on your business. So Indeed is what you want. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. They streamline the hiring with powerful tools tools to find you matched candidates like Instant Match, which is one of their tools. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get a quality candidate whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. That is according to Indeed's U.S. data. A candidate or more candidates. And that's just absolutely terrific. When you get uh, next to the point where you're like, you need to actually like talk to the person. Uh, there are virtual interviews you can do in Indeed. There's virtual assessments that you can do, like little tests you can give them to find out what their skills are and so they can demonstrate their skills to you. Um, you can also like reach out to them, which is really, really good in terms of getting someone to actually apply for your job. I mean, there's 3 million businesses worldwide that are on Indeed 
81% of U.S. online job seekers search for jobs on Indeed each month, according to Comscore. So there's lots of people there, and they're looking for your, they're looking at your job, or they're looking for your job. But they are far more likely to apply for your job if you reach out to them and encourage them to do so, make a personal connection, and you can do that through Indeed. Indeed is where you want to be to find your next employee. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash ragusia. That offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit right now at indeed.com slash ragusia. Indeed.com slash ragusia. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Anything else that I need to do to stay on your good side at the grocery store? Um, no. Oh, you're, we're through your complaints? Yeah. I have one more grievance. Oh, no. Oh, no. What is it? Um, so you're great at packing the bags, yes. packing the grocery bags, but you have this weird thing oh. where you must carry them from the car to the house in one trip. In one trip. Mm-hmm. And it's it. like insane. You cover, I'm like, so good at it. <laughs> you pack yourself up like a pack mule mm-hmm. with all, and you all because you have your Coca Cola addiction. Like there's always I've like always got a, can a can of like a whole giant box of Cokes, which is a heavy object, right? Mm-hmm. And you and insist on carrying all of this in in one go, and mm-hmm. then you get mad when no one opens the door for you, <laughs> right? Or you get mad when I don't take very much, and I'm like, I'm going to go back for it. And you're like, no! No, it's not that I get mad when you don't take very much. It's that, like, okay, so if you and I are unloading the growth, the, oh, here, I have a grievance for, of you. Oh, okay. Okay, so when we're unloading the car, right? Yes. We go, and... <laughs> so many bugs. <laughs> um, I'm like, start grabbing bags, right? And then what's left in there is, like, the can of Cokes and the mill. Yeah. Which would be perfect for you to grab, and then I could get all the rest of the bags on my oh arms. My and then you start taking, so good. you start loading down with bags, and I'm like, get get the heavy things, you ding dong. I will get the heavy things, and but I'll. But if you get the heavy things, and then I get to, and then I get the bags, and then we can all in one go. And it like it's like joy. I don't know what it is. You're insane. It's satisfying. It's there are I pro- the car. Probably. 20 feet from the door, the back door, which opens to the kitchen. I don't know if there's any women who watch this program. <laughs> Not many, no. But if they are, they're all on there being like, mm-hmm, Lauren's right. <laughs> we carry the groceries all in one go. It's like a challenge. It's delightful. It's like a shot of serotonin when you get it all in in one go. You're Does like, it make you feel yeah. strong? Is that what it is? I don't know. It's like doing a puzzle. Because then the thing is, you know, you do the thing where like you have so many grocery bags. And that's fine. You have to undo your yeah, arms. You lift them up on the counter, but then you can't like get your arms out of the straps of the bags. I can always get my arms out of the straps of the bags. <laughs> I'm a pro. Is it like a, a what do they call that? A, a, a Chinese finger trap where you, the more you fight, the you just have to. And here I thought it was going to be a compliment that I can carry all the bags at once. I'm so impressed that you can carry all the bags at once. I don't like that you insist on doing it for no it. good reason. I love it. I love it. Well, I love you, honey. <laughs> Despite my bag carrying. Despite all And my of aspirational grocery shopping. Everything that you someday, do that bothers me so much. Someday I'm going to become oh. a person who eats Greek yogurt and fruit for breakfast every morning. Sure. 
someday. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, I'll keep buying Greek yogurt. And I'll keep throwing it away. You know the other my other grievance? See, I'll, I thought this was going to be a grievance that you had for me, but since you didn't air it. Is it that you make me eat things after the expiration date? Oh, no, that's a good one. Expiration dates are... I'm you like, know, I'm not, I'm not eating that. It's all I'm not, corporate I'm cover not your ass. That. Like they're, you know, they build some, they build some, some leeway into those, those things. Aww. Anyway, no, it's, um, that you always rush me. At the grocery store? Yes. I don't want to go. I need to. <laughs> I want to go. And especially when I'm going for work, like I want to go and like think. Um, and you're always like, oh, I want to go. Because um, like, I'll be like, hey, honey, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'll be right back. And you're like, oh, let me go with you. And I'm like, are you going to rush me? <laughs> I need like, to think. God damn it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it'll be fine. And then it's never fine. It's never fine. Well, in my defense, I am a bit of a like get in, get out at all stores. Like I... There are very few places I go where I want to wander around. Yes. I am the, I'm an efficiency queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I know about myself that that can be annoying. I just hope you love me more than it is annoying. <laughs> but I like I love to have a system. I yeah. love to figure out the most efficient way and then I love to tell you what the system that I figured out is. Mm. And then you're like, but cuz you, you got it's all about credit. It's all about points. Keeping well, points. Uh, yeah. Keeping score. And yeah, but you you want to figure it out for yourself, and I hate that. It's <laughs> not that I want to. I just, I literally cannot learn any other way, and that's the best and the worst thing about me. <laughs> so let us know, friends, uh, if you're watching this on home video. What are video. grocery store pet peeves? Yeah. Oh my God, there are so There's many so many bugs. bugs. We it, need to wrap this up. It's because it's dark, and we have the brightest lights here. I know, and exactly. every bug in the neighborhood. It's so true. Yeah, i doing the thing... I always swore I wouldn't do, which is like using lights outdoors because I just think that looks so cheesy. It's always on the television news programs, where you, like the high-budget um, television, high-budget TV news is where oh no, you see I that. I feel like we're standing on the side of the interstate being like, hello, Brian. Yeah. I'm here at the scene. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, like that's, the sun doesn't look like that, sir or madam. Um, ah, ah, what the, that, is that oh. a cicada? No, it's. I think it's a June bug. Oh, okay. Or a beetle. It's enormous. That's fantastic. <laughs> okay, uh, we're done a little early. Is there any other channel business or something that we should discuss? Oh, um, so people have noticed that I have introduced kind of like a another basic format of video into into the rotation. I call it. We're doing it live. Yes. The effort we're doing li- mm-hmm. it doing it live thing. Um, where it's, I do it kind of like as an, I do like a recipe video as an old school stand and stir video, right? Or, t- you know, TV, television program where like, I'm actually like on camera talking about the food as I cook it, as opposed to what I usually do, which is, it's just sort of, it's only B-roll. It's, it's radio with pictures is my original sort of, uh, my original recipe format. And why have I been doing it? Well, I mean, a few things. One is just that I'm always looking to try new things to keep from getting bored and to kind of expand my skill set and and just I just try I try to do something different with how I oh god to use the term filmmaking here sounds so pretentious what you you called it open new creative wells sure yes dig new well you, you don't open a well do you? you dig it digging new creative wells um just to keep myself excited and interested and challenged and to you know find and, and maybe find new things that might appeal to you 
And one of the things about that format that seems to have appealed to some people is that for some reason I just come off more relaxed in those. I, I um, will be honest. I think if I had to explain to people, like, the, the other type of recipe videos is the Adam Ragusea radio voice. Uh, and the new type of video is much more what you're actually How I like. actually talk? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, true. It's more like you. Yeah. And I've been enjoying it. Um, it hasn't stopped some people on the internet from saying, like, oh, he's, he's clearly lazy. only doing this because he's lazy, and this is less work. Which is, A, not true. And B, even if, even if it was, like... You don't have to say every thought that you have. Like, you don't have to publish every thought that you have. So my friend um, Vlad uh, Vexler, who is a, who's a, a moral philosopher, a moral and political philosopher who has been, like, YouTubing about Ukraine very successfully for the last year. And he's a brilliant guy. But he's also, like, thinks really deeply about, um, you know, media and the, you know, the, the sort of, you know, the stuff behind the videos. And what he always says is that it's like when people are leaving comments on YouTube, what that is, is just it's it's chatter. It's idle chatter. It's mm -hmm. it's it's not people don't intend. You can't read it as a published thing. It's a it's a it's an offhanded comment to a friend and people ought other YouTubers don't understand that is what Vlad says. And what I always want to say to Vlad is like, I understand it, Vlad. I don't approve of it. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, disapprove I of it. People, in the comments people are... should tighten up. People should not be so loose with what they say. And, and that's absolutely me too. Like, but we should all just get tighter and more polite with what we say on the internet. I think we should, well, we should get more like walking down main street and watching, walk, watching what you say. Like, I, yes. To, I mean, ultimately, people can say whatever they want. I think the, the commenters can. the commenters <laughs> feel like they're talking to each other, not realizing that they're also talking to you. And I think they could do with a little more realizing they're talking to you. You are also like, it is frankly shocking that you are a YouTuber because, I mean, you're very sensitive. <laughs> it's like that you take things very hard. Yeah, true. Um, I but think, I also have, I like, think that's, I have what a that's what makes you a good person. I have you would never talk like that about to other people because you I have a sense that. of propriety for God's sake. <laughs> but anyways, so it's also just not true that I'm doing those kinds of videos because I'm lazy. Mm -hmm. They are at the moment much more difficult for me to do because they require like a way more technical mm -hmm. setup because they're, they're at least two camera shoots, right? Mm -hmm. I've got the overhead camera and I've got the camera on me. So I've got two cameras to worry about, two camera batteries, two camera settings to constantly be worrying about, you know, everything. Um, if a kid bursts in, yeah, like in the middle of a time sensitive thing, it's really a problem. Yeah, or um, a dog. <laughs> I have to make the audio sound good as I'm cooking, which in a, a kitchen, like our big, beautiful kitchen, is extremely full of hard surfaces, so it's incredibly reverberant, and the audio would be horrible if I didn't lay foam around every surface of the floor um, before I before I shoot, which is what I do, and it makes it very difficult to like walk around in there. You're always tripping, and and like you can't get in and get a glass of water. Can't, you know. It, oh yeah, I yeah. almost took down the whole setup. The other I know. Day yeah, because there's so I many things. The floor. Yeah, because I'm not like gaff taping stuff down. You know, like things just things could get. It's just it's much more, and I have to. It's much more pressure on me because I have to not only cook well, but I have to like perform. You know, and think about what I'm going to say. And it's hard. And the editing time is, like, about the same. So, no, I'm not doing it because I'm lazy. I'm doing it because I'm trying new things. And I I get that um, I get 
I'm 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 just like you where I like what I'm used to and usually when a new thing is introduced to me I don't like it. <laughs> where well, uh, when a new thing is introduced to me in a place where I'm expecting the old thing it's you know it can be like taking a drink from a soda that like you're expecting to be you know, a drink from a cup that you're expecting to be water and you're like oh oh my god that's cherry limeade right yeah. and cherry limeade is delicious but like the pro- but if you're expecting water it's repulsive right so I understand, I understand the reaction. On the other hand, like, if I didn't try new things, where would we be? When I first started making YouTube videos, it was just the recipe videos. And then when I started making the like talking head style videos that are about like science and history and stuff like that, I got so many people saying in the comments saying, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. I'm here for the cooking, man. Do- start a second channel, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And it freaked me out a little bit because especially then we really needed the money (laughs) and but I I reminded myself even then that like people it it sounds so paternalistic but audiences don't know what they like they don't and we know that from like lots of empirical research like audiences have that will say they want one thing and then their behavior will indicate something completely different right we don't know what we want Um, my job is to try things that I I like because that's the only thing I know. I know what I like and then hope that enough of you will like it. And now those like talking head sciencey history videos are more popular than the recipe videos. And so, yeah, there's a moral in there for all of us, like, which is just be open to change. You never know what wonderful thing you might find um, when your wife buys something completely insane from the grocery store that she's never going to eat. But maybe you will, and you'll be like, oh, I do like dragon fruit. I've never bought dragon fruit. I know, but I just ended the pod where we began it because I mentioned dragon fruit at the very beginning. I did the arc, and you stepped on my arc. You're a writer. You're a published novelist. Oh, hey, when's your new book coming out? September 12th. Okay. Where can people pre-order it? Um... Anywhere books are sold, you can Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or you can go to your favorite indie and have them order it. And the title is? Sister of the Bride. It is an adult rom-com. Adult so rom-com. I used to write young adults, so books for teenagers. You may have purchased some of my previous books for teenagers you know. Maybe don't purchase this one for teenagers you know. Is Sister of the Bride by Lauren Morrill available for pre-order wherever books are sold? Um, is this book um, in the parlance of romance novels uh is it spicy it is spicy okay yes that means they do it all the way to the end open door yeah they call that open door you get mm-hmm. to stay <laughs> and watch and like watch. a freaking weirdo <laughs> but whereas like dudes like to watch videos women like to read books and it's weird but okay <laughs> it's not weird it's that's, all, a, that's a conversation for another podcast whole pod. yeah Maybe not one in this feed. If, Although, like... If you're curious about that, go check out my favorite romance podcast, Faded Mates with oh, Sarah McLean. That is a great show. Yeah. That is a, every time I overhear some of that, they and are... Jennifer Prokop. Super funny and Knowledgeable. Cool and knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Now, if you like spicy books... Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, I like you. I like you, too. I like our audience. Make good choices, and we will talk to you next time.